Joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show for the very latest details, someone who was in the area at the time and certainly knows the New York subways very well, the founder of the Guardian Angels and also WABC radio host, Curtis Sliwa. Uh, Curtis, great to have you here on the show. Um, I know I was talking with you earlier today. What's the latest that you have? Well, I must tell you, Rita, there's quite a few disappointments that are going around in the MTA, the state agency that runs the subway system. When they went to retrieve video of the escapee, the man who had shot as you talked 33 times and hit 10 victims, there was no video in the station. There were no video two stations away. So you say to yourself, wait a second, we're supposed to be cracking down on crime and the taxpayers' money that's been spent millions of dollars to make sure that we can video any criminal activity was malfunctioning and probably was malfunctioning for quite some time. The other thing that became very noticeable is people in the neighborhood who had left the uh, subway because the subways were closed. This is a very busy station, 36, and three separate lines merged there. We're saying, that's it. I've had it. I'm not taking the subway anymore. And you know what that means, Rita? They're either going to figure out another way to get to work or get around, or they're going to join the exodus, the ever-growing exodus out of New York City, people who are moving to Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, Tennessee. It's like crawling into the belly of the beast. It's become a combination of Dante's Inferno and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson on any given day. Remember, this is 8.30 in the morning. It's not 2.30 in the morning when a lot of people would say, oh, well, only troublemakers are on the train at 2.30 in the morning. No, this is rush hour, and people are going to remember this for a long, long time. And trying to get them back into the subway is going to be extraordinarily difficult. What do you make of this guy? Um, and I, by the way, Curtis, I totally agree with you. People were so turned off about the subways even before this uh, subway crime, as I just said, and you know this all too well, a 68% increase year to date in transit crime. I, I mean, it's crazy. People are afraid. Uh, there are, you know, homeless people. There are criminals. Um, we've gotten a lot of false promises from politicians, and, and it's just been ridiculous. Um, any word of what we know about this guy? Um, have you heard any more details? This is the 62-year-old uh, who is now wanted man, probably the most wanted man in America tonight, um, Frank R. James, who is a person of interest, who is tied to this vehicle. This is this uh, U-Haul that he rented, apparently, out of Philly. He's a guy who has Philly ties. He's got Wisconsin ties. He's got a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, are you getting a sense that they're closing in on him? Because they quickly at least pieced it together that somehow he's tied to this. And then he had all these rantings online, um, apparently on social media, as we heard from, about Eric Adams, the mayor. He had rantings about homelessness, rantings about the subway. Um, what are you hearing, Curtis? Yeah, know that he is uh, emotionally disturbed uh, when he was on the second subway car of that end train heading towards the city when he decided to release two canisters of, uh, of smoke uh, into the crowded uh, train. Remember, the end train, you cannot go through the cars. So once that uh, smoke was filling up that car, everybody in there in rush hour was tra- trapped 
And so then what he did was, after releasing the canisters of smoke, he puts on a gas mask. He first takes out the hatchet. He drops the hatchet, and then he pulls out the Glock and fires 33 shots. But according to eyewitnesses, Rita, some folks that I spoke to who were behind uh, at the scene, they were saying the guy was mumbling and stumbling and raving to himself before he actually launched this vicious attack. I would bet you another case of an emotionally disturbed person. And look, look, this is happening all over the city. and We've got to get a grip on it. And the mayor was talking about putting in metal detectors into the subways. That is not going to work, metal detectors in the subways. You have to put more cops in the subways. Let them do stop and frisk when people look suspicious. And remember, Rita, uh, not this mayor, but the previous mayor, de Blasio, and city council took a billion dollars out of the police budget. They never put it back. So we're missing a billion dollars that can go towards our public safety in the subways, the streets, the parks, and the schools, which are completely out of control. Crime is up in every category, and it's because we don't have enough police. You know, the other thing, and Curtis, I know I'm preaching to the choir with you, but it is outrageous, Curtis, that right after this happened, it's like some of the politicians of New York just went into their whole like big political spiel. And I want to hear them saying, we will make sure that criminal offenders are locked up because now we're hearing that this person had social media posts. There's also reports, too. Um, that he may have also been triggered by the FBI for making suspicious threats. Um, So it sounds like he may have been on their radar from a number of different reports that are out there, Curtis. So, like, you put it all together, it's like, okay, so what about locking up criminal offenders? It's like they kind of went right to their mantra of, oh, it's guns, we're going to go into gun control. I want to hear them say, we are going to lock up people who do something like this to a crowded subway and throw away the key. Well, worse yet, Rita, think of this. This is one of our own, an American. He doesn't appear to be an international terrorist. But if you're watching from the remnants of al-Qaeda or ISIS or our enemies overseas who want a third, a third opportunity to attack New York, why what this guy was able to do, you see the vulnerabilities. We're setting ourselves up for another international terrorist attack because we don't have enough police. Shame on us. I thought we'd never go through this again, Rita. They took a billion dollars out of the police budget. They haven't put it back. And that means less cops, less safety. And why wouldn't criminals come to New York City to conduct crime? We had a guy come up from South Carolina to rob banks because he said in New York, you don't get incarcerated for robbing banks. So emotionally disturbed persons are going to come to New York City because they have all kinds of psychotic disorders that they're dealing with. But we've become, as Eric Adams said a few weeks ago, a laughing stock. Now, the mayor's got to do something about this. Yeah, and he really has to lock the city down. You are right. And he's talked about, you know, oh, God, we got to be tough. But then in the next breath, all he talks about is gun control. Um, it's like the message from President Biden on down. And, of course, we don't want people with illegal guns. We don't want anybody shooting anybody. My goodness. Um, but there needs to be a broader approach to just as you're saying, Curtis Lewa, they got to protect our police. They got to also make sure that those who are found 
to be a danger to society are locked up. I mean, how many times I want to hear those other parts and I want to hear our mayor. I want to hear him saying, you know what, Alvin Bragg X, uh, you know what, D.A. blank, because this is Eric Gonzalez's district um, in Brooklyn. I want to hear him saying any soft on crime D.A.'s. Right now, this is a message to you. It has to be. It can't just be platitudes, Curtis, and you know that all too well. So there's no doubt. And more importantly, it has to be a combined effort. What Eric Adams can do is the most sensible thing to do. Sit down with a man who knows how to save New York City. That's Rudy Giuliani. He took a city with 2,000 murders a year, 5,000 unsolved shootings, and in eight years turned it into the largest safe city in America. Now, Eric Adams has met with Andrew Cuomo twice, has met with Chris Christie once. That's fine. But why won't he meet with Rudy Giuliani, the only person who has ever done this? I've had many discussions when I was running for mayor, and Rudy was tutoring me. He was telling me that if you, if you become mayor, this is what you have to do with the police department. The man is the Encyclopedia Britannica when it comes to getting a city under control I think he's got to put aside whatever differences that he has with former Mayor Giuliani, sit down, and let Rudy tell him this is what you should do to take our city back. Because right now, the criminals rule the streets, the subways, the emotionally disturbed are everywhere, and Eric Adams is spinning his wheels. He doesn't have one simple focus. He's trying. He's throwing darts up against the wall and hoping they stick. That's not how you fight crime. No, that is a very good analogy. Curtis Lewa, thank you very much. Who knows the subway so well? Um, and if you get anything else, Curtis, come back to and let us know, please. Uh, great to have no, you I'm here on the back show. In the belly of the beast, the subway. All right. Well, let us know if you get anything from the belly of the beast. All right. <laughs> Thanks so you much, Curtis. It. Thank you, Rita. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.